0: If we have a thousand thoughts, it's not worthy even of your praise, and if we can be here from morning till night, just praising and worshiping you, shouting and screaming, and yelling and rolling and thumping and praising and clapping to praise your holy name. Is not even worthy of your goodness and your mercy over our lives. We just come to God, like the one leopard this morning in the river, to tell you once again, Lord, that we thank you. As we go into your presence of oh God in words, we know that our heart is ready and your voice is ready to speak unto us. Father, minister to us through the power of your words this morning. Father, minister to us in the name of Jesus. Is there anything in our lives of God this hour of your word that will not allow your word to profit us to have a place in us? Father, penetrate through in the mighty name of Jesus. At the end of everything, Father, this morning, give us a heart of obedience. Give us a heart of flesh. And Lord, we pray that you will forever praise your holy name. We thank you and we honor a For Jesus, mighty name. we pray. For Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. You may be sitting in God's presence. The Lord has been good to us. I said the Lord has been good to me. The Lord has been good to me. Uh, if has been good to you. I believe you'll be excited to tell him that God, you have been so good to me. You have been so good to us in this assembly and we just want to appreciate God for as many as are joining us as well over the Zoom or over the Facebook Live, we pray that the power of the Holy Spirit will meet you at the very point of your needs in this hour of His words. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Everyone is looking good. You're all looking good in your uh, in our new normal <laughs> dressing. Uh, praise the Lord. And my sister, I like Sister Antonia's. Uh, Fire service, (laughs) or astronauts, (laughs) face mask. That's very good. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are are still in a month of reaching out in obedience. How many have been reaching out in obedience this month? I pray that the Holy Spirit will move somebody beginning from this moment. That's you will break out. Amen. I said you will break out. Amen. From that, you shall begin to go and do God's word. In Jesus' name. John chapter we'll read from verse 1 to 5. John chapter 9, from verse 1 to 5. The Bible says, Now, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. And as his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who said this man or his parents that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. I must walk the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can walk. As long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Tell somebody, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. a point to somebody and say, as long as you're in the world, know it from now that you are the light of the world. Hallelujah. Go back to verse 4 very quickly. It said, I must walk the works of him who sends me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can walk. Somebody will say that's not in America. We walk 24-7 here, right? Praise the Lord. Uh, the nighttime is talking about this. different from the normal nighttime. And you know what the night is actually meant for. The night is supposed to be for sleep, rest, right? But in a capitalist country, in a capitalist society, we walk all around the clock because the economy must not stop. But my prayer is that individual robots from this day will begin to go and do the work as the Lord has commanded us. In Jesus' name. So let's discuss what I titled the obedience of the saints. The obedience of the saints. Want to ask ourselves who is the saints? Who are saints? Who are saints? Obedience of the saints. Every believer, every child of God born. Of God is a messenger of the gospel. Let me come to somebody and say, You need to know that God has sent you out to do his will." Come to somebody and tell that person, you need to know that God has sent you out to begin to do his work, his works. So every child of God is a messenger of the gospel. We are all adopted, sons and daughters of God, sent according to his good pleasure. He sent us out to everywhere he has sent us. He has planted us and established us as his representative. You are his representative in your family. You probably may be the angel to your dad or to your mom or to your siblings. You never know the reason why you were actually planted where he has planted you in the family there. You can have a family of 10, 20, and only one could be the breadwinner in the family. Why Why was he born into the family? If he was not born and all others depended on him, what would have happened to them if he was not established there? If Joseph was not part of the sons of Israel, all that happened to the people of God. Just think about it. If Joseph was not part of the sons of Israel, Jacob, all that happened to the whole descendants of Isaac oh. or Jacob. Praise the Lord. So you are saints, but you've got to be obedient to do the work of the one that I've sent you. We are all saints. Or we were not saints until the one that actually sent us and brought us into his own family, into his own circuit, into his own workmanship into his own company to be able to do business with him. So you are sent. I am sent. We are all sent to everywhere the Lord has given us influence to do his will. If your father doesn't know the Lord, you are sent to him to be able to be a savior to him. If your children are not walking in the way of the Lord, you are sent to be the Messiah to him, to lead him out of darkness into the Lord's marvelous light. But you were not sent until you have been approved, until you have been adopted, until you have been brought into the family of God. That's why in Ephesians chapter 1, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 to 11, I to 6, the Bible made us to understand that, blessed be the God our Father and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world. When did He chose us? Remember once? Jeremiah said, he said, before you were born, I knew you. Before you were formed in the, your mother's womb, the Lord already predestined you to be where you are today. He said, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Verse 5, have you predestined us to so adoption of sons by Jesus Christ to him, himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Look at that. It's not just his will. Not just according to his will. It is according to the good pleasure. So he had pleasure. choosing you, choosing me, and planting us where he had planted us, at the places of work, and the neighborhood that you are today, In your school, in your household, everywhere the Lord has planted us, he adopted you first, predestined you, predestined us as as, as sons of himself, as sons to himself, according to his good, pleasure of his will. Verse 6 says to the praise." of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted the developed. Will you accept somebody into your life? I mean, will you welcome somebody into your life whom you have not accepted? Will you accept somebody to walk with you whom you have not accepted? And so God delights in you. God is, God approves of you. He approves us, me. And so that's the reason why he sent us. And so get this understanding today, brethren. You are saved to be sent. Amen. Somebody hear that. You are saved to be sent. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 28, he said, God therefore to all the nations. He gave us the commission, the great commission to go. And his great commission, before he can do that, he has to adopt us first, having predestined us, and then begin to send us. Many are sent, but they do not know what assignments were being sent to do. And so they are not doing what is right, or what is expected. Well, my prayer is that each and everyone, knowing that you are the delight of the Lord, knowing that you are the approved of the Lord, you have been approved of the Lord, knowing that you are accepted in the beloved of the Lord, knowing that God has a mark, His mark upon you, that wherever you are, is there with you. Whenever in obedience you open your mouth to speak of his words, he says you do not need to think about what you say. You do not need to actually begin to look and search and pray for what you say. As long as you're in obedience to do his will, he's there with you to speak through you. I said, he's there with you to speak through you Amen. and you know what Paul actually called us what Paul actually called you anybody knows he called you as ambassadors for Christ he called you what ambassador. he called me an ambassador for christ second corinthians chapter five verse 20 he said now then we're ambassadors for only one person is in the sanctuary here today. We are ambassadors for Christ. As though God was we are pleading through us. We employ you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. He said, be reconciled to God. Why well, is he saying that you should reconcile God to God? Because we have been disobedient in this work. We are not walking according to his purpose. We are not at his business on a continuous basis fulfilling the great commission. Come to somebody and say, "Please please please be an obedient servant of the Lord. Please be an obedient servant of the Lord. He sent us in order that we may represent him. I mean he knows the job of, a, of an ambassador of a nation. An American ambassador in Iraq when he, he stands up and speaks, is speaking on, the, on behalf of the President of the United States. and whatsoever he says in Iraq, the President of the United States says it. And so if the if Paul said you are ambassadors for Christ, we are ambassadors for Christ. Guess what? He knows the authority that Christ has given unto us as believers. He knows the power, he knows the grace, he knows the mercy, he knows the understanding that we have concerning the kingdom that we represent. An ambassador represents. The leadership and the president of the nation or the kingdom that it represents. So if we're ambassadors for Christ, and Christ is of the Father, having part in the kingdom of God with the Father, and we are the ambassadors for Christ, wherever you show sure. the kingdom of God shows up there. How I many understand what I'm talking about this morning? Wherever you show up, the kingdom of God is present. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are there with you. All they're expecting you to do is to get a business. All they're expecting to see from you is to see that you begin to make a declaration. If they want you to begin to take authority wherever you came to. Speak a word and it shall come to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to know very well this morning that you are not just an ordinary person. The spirit of the living God is with you. The God the Father is with you. And God the Son. Is backing you And if God is for you, who can be against you? So the obedience of the saints brings glory, it brings honor, it brings joy, it brings pleasure, it brings happiness, it brings goodness to the kingdom. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Disobedience, disobedience, my disobedience, our disobedience does not give glory to God. It does not bring pleasure to God. It does not cause the kingdom to rejoice. When we are obedient and we step forward and do the will of the Father, guess what? When one soul is saved. The kingdom rejoices. there's happiness, there's so much worship in the kingdom just because of your own obedience. One has been snatched away again from the kingdom of hell. In Acts chapter 10, verse 38, Acts chapter 10, verse 38, the Bible talks about Jesus. Is that how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was... For God was... Here is he? yeah, a question to believers and children of God in the house today. How do you know that you are anointed? How do you know that you are anointed? You know that you're anointed when you go about doing the will of the Father, doing the will of God. God is always in the business of deliverance. God is always in the business of saving lives. God is always in the business of healing the sick, prospering the works of men, saving souls, delivering the oppressed. And so Jesus knew the authority that was in him. He knew the command that he asked from the Father. He knew that he was here or not sent unto the people. And he was obedient to the one who sent him. That's why he was able to manifest and bring heaven down here on us. Everyone around him, when they are dead, They are restored back to life. When there is lack, provision is made available to them. When they are sorrowful, joy is restored. When they are sick, healed, they are whole, they are made whole again. Why? Because somebody was obedient. A sent one that was obedient to the words of the sentence, I mean, of the one that sent him. And I pray that the power to begin to do God's will will come upon somebody under the sound of my voice this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. God, God is always looking for a partner. How many are ready to be God's partner in business? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! How many are ready to begin to partner with God? Guess what? When God sent you on an error, when He sent you, He's already done the work, but he needed somebody, he needed a representative to go there and declare what he's done. So don't think that it's what you did that actually made that person to so be what he has done. God is already preparing the crown, but he's looking for a partner, and, and my obedience to become a partner with God gives glory to him. Hallelujah. Amen. So listen. Listen, the obedience of the saints reveals the works of God in the subjects. The obedience of the saints reveals what? The The obedience of the saints reveals the work of God to the saints. I mean, to the subjects. So God is already working in this person. Making the enemy to actually torment him or praise him, but the purpose of God for that life is that the name of the Lord shall be glorified. Joseph, the one verse, to tell that we talked about, they asked the people who actually said this guy or the parents that he was born blind. Why will a baby born a day old baby born blind? And they began to grow, grew to, uh, to old age before he had an encounter with God. And they asked him, Rabbi, who sent this man or his spirit? That he was born blind. And Jesus told them, he said, neither this guy, nor his spirit is saved, but what? But what? But that the works of God should be revealed In who? In him. God wants to reveal his word in somebody's life. And he has sent us, he has sent you to go and do. Be partner with him. So his word could be manifest, could be revealed through that subject. Through that one that the enemy is tormenting. God is already working in him. But you need a partner that will go physically to that person that the work of God may be revealed in you. Your obedience from this day, our obedience from this day, will begin to reveal the works of God in the lives of the people around us, in the mighty name of Jesus. Also, the obedience of the saints is key to pleasing the Father. The obedience of the saint is key to pleasing the Father. Remember in Matthew chapter 21, from verse 28 to 31, remember those two sons. Jesus talked about the parable of those two sons. I recall one, say, a man had two sons. He came to the first one and said, some go walk today in my vineyard. What did he say to the father? I will not. I will not. Yes, I have said I will not. Afterwards, he regretted responding to the father that way. And he did what? When? The father was sending him. And he wants to be disobedient, like many of us in Christendom, many of us believers. We are waiting for the ministry of the Holy Spirit to come and make us to regret that we are not doing it. And then we go. The answer said, I will not go. But afterwards, he regretted and went. Go right. ahead, verse 30. Then he came to the second and said likewise. And the answer then said, I go, sir. What did he say? He jumped at it and he thought he wanted to make daddy happy. I go, sir. Oh, what happened? I go. go ahead. They said, Which of the two did the will of the father? They said to him, The first. Jesus said to them, I surely I said to you that the tax collectors, the house, they, us, they shall enter the kingdom of God before the children of the kingdom. Isn't that sad? Many have been serving God and promising Jesus, following Jesus, going about with Jesus for three and a half years. Thomas was there with him, everyone was there, but at Calvary, where was Thomas? Still doubting if he's the son of God. But there is somebody who for all his life was a criminal hanging with Jesus and that last minute the opportunity came to him. The saint was within to perform the last assignment and right there the works of God was revealed in him and in could be. It was a task collector. It was an analogy, It was an adulterer. It actually was not purposed to be in the kingdom. For those who were with Jesus, they all ran away because of the persecution, because of the turbulence Jesus was going through. What is it that is going on in our lives, in our world today that is taking us away from him? Remember you are the saints. Remember we are all saints. With assignments. But there will be tribulations. There will be persecutions. There will be hindrances. There will be excuses. Told you what an excuse all of your age, right? Excuses. It's he, he, a nail that is used to build the house of failure. Every single time we make excuse of why we are not doing what we do in order that we may be disobedient to the Father that we promise that we will go, guess what? We're only building, the houses of failure. That will not be a portion in Jesus' name. Amen. I said that would not be a portion in this assembly in the name of Jesus. The work must be done. The work must be done now. The work of God must be done now when it is day, The saints has to get the understanding that the work of God needs to be done now. And in verse 4, Jesus said it. What did he say? What did he say? John chapter 9, verse 4, that we we were reading, he said, I must, he did not say, I shall, I would, I could, he said, I must, I I. I, I must, what word the words of him who sent me, if you are truly sent and you understand that you were sent to go, then no excuse God will always give us the ability, He will always give us the opportunity, He will always make room for ministry to in the of us, unless you are not born again, unless the Spirit of God is not in you, unless you are not a child of God. But if you are not, you will not be here today, and you will not be listening for us through this one today. So we all have no excuse, Let me turn to somebody and point to the person far up and say, you have no excuse, you have no excuse, no excuse to you in any way not to do it, why, because you have been sent, and because you are sent, the work of the kingdom, the work of God is to be done, and it must be done by you. And in Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1 he told us, he said, remember the Lord in the day, remember your Creator in the days of your in the days of your of your you, before the difficult days come the difficult day is the night that Jesus talked about in the other, in, in John chapter 9
1: the night
0: time when before the difficult day comes When you want to look and you cannot see. When you want to walk, but you cannot walk. When it now becomes difficult for you to scream, like Pastor is screaming right now. But when it is now difficult for you to remember John 3:16, but your heart wants to do it at that time. You've lost all your opportunity in the days of your youth. Jesus said, I must walk the walk of him who sent me. When it is day, the night comes. When no man will be able to walk, and the wisdom writer wrote in, in that Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1, he said, remember now, the creator is the gates of your youth, when you still have the ability and the strength and the power, before the difficult days come, and the years draw near, when you say, have no pleasure, have no pleasure. I pray the Lord will help us all in Jesus' name. I say, I pray the Lord will help us all in Jesus' name. I saw a, a video, a little young, young, uh, young kid, one year old, was learning how to rise up, to walk. And they say, to the, for, for that little baby to start to walk is a very great, good success that he first had in his life. And I will now get so, 86-year-old or 90-year-old man, it becomes a good success for the 90-year-old to still be able to stand up and walk right. The one-year-old is a success or a good success getting up and being able to walk. It becomes a good success for the 90-year-old as well to stand up and begin to walk right. What happened between that time What did he do with his ability to walk? What did they do with all the senses that he had functioning at that time? What did he do with it? What did they send? What are you saying? You descend. What did you do with all those abilities? And what are we doing with the abilities? Next. Want you to understand as the sense that the king's business requires haste. The king's business requires what? It requires what? So we cannot be procrastinating now, we cannot be giving excuses of why we are not affecting other lives. If we all, in this season of pandemic, can Do this? Why do we, Why do we do this? <laughs> because there's an there's there an infectious disease that is coming. That is coming, and we don't want it to come to us. Why don't you become an infectious and a contagious Christian? we are there, instead of actually running for us, they are rejoicing that we come to them. I pray the Lord bless somebody from this day forward and your obedience has sent in Jesus' name. In Amen. first Samuel chapter 21 verse 8, as we close, First Samuel chapter 21 verse 8, David said to Abimelech, Is there not here a hand spear or sword. I have brought neither sword nor. Sword i no. Why one with me? Why? Because the king's business requires the king's business requires what? The king's business requires what? Jesus knows that he never wasted a single time of his life here. Every single time we waste, we will account for and so it is time for us to arise from us. It is time for us to ask the Holy Spirit, Father, help me to be aware. Father, help me get me the purpose for my living in this world. Help me, O God, to become all that shall oppose me to be a deliverer, a savior, the Messiah, the lifter, and the encourager. One that helps others. One that actually brings others from Darkness into his mother, the mother of the marvelous light of God, and that shall be your portion from this day forward in Jesus' name. Yes. I said that shall be your portion from this day forward in Jesus' name. Your obedience makes you to shine and becomes the shining light of God. The obedience of this, of, 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 of the saints makes him to shine and becomes the light of the world, of God, the light of God, the seasoning of God, the one that sees the light of if you, If the saint becomes disobedient and fails to go, he cannot see If the saint fails to go, he cannot shine the light. If the saint fails to do the will of the Father in every area, he cannot become That's why in Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16, Matthew chapter 5, from verse 13 to 16, the Bible says, you are the light salt of the earth. Oh, look at it. If the salt loses its flavor, how shall this be season? It is then good for nothing, or to be thrown out and trampled under the foot. Verse 14 says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on the hill cannot be hidden. Huh? Not do they lamp a lamp and put it under a basket, put on the lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Verse 16 says to us, Therefore, let us read it together. Let your light so shine, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father. God needs to be glorified through the saints. When the saint is obedient to the living of God that sent him, God is glorified. We are here to give glory and bring honor and do everything that will bring glory to the Father. And finally, the obedience of the saints makes him wise. Makes him become a wise person. It makes him become so what? A wise person. A wise person. Daniel told us in Daniel chapter 12 verse 3 and Matthew Daniel chapter 12 verse 3 He said, Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the family, and those who turn many to righteousness, like what? Like the stars forever and ever. And what did Jesus say, standing that in Matthew chapter 10, verse 16? Matthew chapter 10, verse sixteen. He said, Behold, everybody look at. It. Let us all read it together. If you can personalize it, it will be great. He said, Behold, I sent you, I sent you out. As if in the midst of the world. Therefore, the wise are serpent and harmless are stored. You are going into the world. You are being sent into the world. The wisdom to navigate your ways. The spirit of the living God will make you to be wise in the midst of the world. When they are about to persecute you or the evil in the middle of your persecution, the spirit of the living God will give you the wisdom to navigate to bring them at the end to their knees before you. Descent in obedience brings glory to the Father. I pray from this day forward, glory of the Father begin to come. Through the works of God in your hands. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.